the 12th Level Intellects podcast is hosted by the Watchtower Database. Visit watchtowerdatabase.com for more podcast episodes, videos, comics, artwork, and pretty much anything DC Animated Universe you can think of. Only a 12th level intellect has the slightest hope of surviving what you are about to experience. Two, one, one, clap. That was fast. Oh. <laughs> Three, two, one, clap. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got it. Got it. Yeah. We got it. Um, <laughs> we never think of anything. That's the secret to ultimate podcasting. Do not think, just do. Just do it. Go. Just so, go. Don't even think. <laughs> Don't just talk. Just speak. Okay. So what here, do you want to talk about? I want to do a sneak peek in the style of uh-huh. the DC animated movie sneak peeks. So this is a uh-huh. intro sneak peek to today's episode of 12th Level Intellects. <laughs> it's just similar yeah, in the bane on us going of the Justice People League. listen to a lot of podcasts, but uh, yeah. you know this podcast is one that they also maybe some of them listen to. It's not I the mean, Fatal Five one, sneak peek. This is the 12th no, Level Intellects. Really brief sneak clip peek. of us punching something and then goes back to now it's on you and you go oh it's well uh, i wrote the script to be a certain <laughs> except they didn't write the script to this podcast because it no is, the opening stuff improv. is always just them saying really generic like it's it's wonderful to, it's about life it's not 11 <laughs> intellects you know this is <laughs> there's not even 12 people yeah there's just two. can you imagine <laughs> occasionally a couple others. two people 12th level intellects Two people, 12 levels. That's the new... Um, two boys, one level. Two girls, one girl. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, uh, welcome back to that. To, to whatever, two boys, one, one 12th level. <laughs> one, one level times 12. We're, it's, we're six uh, level intellects times two. Yeah. That's probably about right. Sure. I think I think Batman's a six, six level, level intellect. intellect. I think like Is normal he... humans are like five, fifth level. So... <laughs> we're two smart humans My cat just knocked over something welcome to another care. show of two smart yeah. humans <laughs> two and a half humans uh yeah i'm james that's ted hey and we're gonna talk about young justice episodes what four four five six seven eight nine seven eight and nine yeah four through nine <laughs> today uh well that's young justice outsiders i don't know if i said that you didn't I, I just you did now said young justice that's okay okay same show well, season three there's no way to tell came out yeah, the dc universe the third, app third season yeah, DC Universe. Uh, oh well, we sh- we're not supposed to say that, right? It was DC, the DC streaming app. Oh, uh, I forgot we don't say it by name because we're not sponsored. <laughs> it's a joke yet. from last episode. Uh, we, they they list when you go to like oh season one, and then instead of season two, season three, it, it says, says invasion and invasion outsiders, and then outsiders. Yeah, which I like, but also like season one doesn't have a subtitle, so it just looks unorganized and weird. It's just to me. Young Justice. I don't like it. Yeah, this is just season. It's one. when they were young. Nothing special. Now they're it's getting kind of, less and less young. Justice. Last season will be called Old Justice, which was <laughs> yeah, in, in the original Young Justice book. There is a team called Old Justice, which is great. <laughs> they're they're a team of like really old, like senile, like grandparent people. Is it like Jay Garrick and stuff? Well, older. 
but yeah, it's like oh. uh, I can't remember Grandpa Man. If it's I, I think they were all unique characters, like new characters for the book. They weren't like Golden Age characters that got revived. Oh, yeah, unfortunately. But well, yeah, that'd be weird if like Justice Society just became old Justice because they're old now. <laughs> well, with this might be jumping the gun. Everyone advances into old Justice. Yeah, the, uh, the writer of episode seven peter david was the main writer of the original young justice book with um tim wow. drake connor kent and it was the vandal savage origin yeah, story we'll, we'll get one. to that though i'm jumping the gun we have news yeah, 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 yeah. we have news to talk yeah. about yeah we sure do chat i do i have say news. it <laughs> i've got news and i've got rumors wow yeah do you start have more? Or you can expand upon your Batman tease last time. Well, we there's a new Batman, but we don't know who it is. Do we know who it is yet? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, the new Batman actor. No, we don't yet. Yeah. Except that <sighs> it's still like pretty sure that's going to happen. I saw it in the news again um, okay. after saying it. So it seems like speculation's happening. Maybe someone from Warner Brothers is like feeding the media. Like, why don't you get the public <laughs> thinking about who a new Batman might be? And maybe yeah. we'll take uh, their top Put choices out, out of the comments section. Or something like put an yeah. article out there, Hollywood Reporter. Maybe a couple of dweebs will talk about it on their podcast. Yeah, and we'll we'll just listen to them. We don't even have to have to hire casting directors. <laughs> we'll just get the short list from these guys. Yeah, whatever we say um, goes. But no, not, we know. nothing new about that. But I did okay. want to say um, I wanted to bring up the Justice League versus the Fatal Five sneak peek, which we've yeah, been yeah. doing videos uh, running into yeah, the ground. Been, it's yeah, I was about to say it's gonna <laughs> it's just getting started. <laughs> yep. So it's gonna keep happening. Um I don't have any ones on the movie that I'm currently working on or have completed that you haven't seen. We just yet. need so to see the trailer. The trailer will probably yeah. be coming pretty soon. Yeah. And then we'll do obviously reaction to that and a, a deep dive into that. And then <laughs> yep. the movie will come out and then we'll do all the Easter eggs with that. And yeah. um hopefully that trailer is like maybe a couple minutes. I bet we can get another like four minutes. <laughs> yeah, it'll. I mean, it'll probably be like three minutes. Yeah, um, yeah. at most. But we'll we'll be able to crank out another five or six videos out of this movie. Right. <laughs> at least five fatal. We've got a, a fatal, Batman and Harley Quinn. A fatal video five amount of works. videos. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, the Batman and Harley Quinn video that we're working on, and that we stopped making videos on that like a year ago. Mm -hmm. So it's still it's it'll coming happen. back. There will be some sort of like. I don't know. We'll we'll get the movie. So we'll have the we'll have the reaction video. We'll have a trailer breakdown video. Then we'll have some sort of video leading up to the release. Then when the movie comes out, we'll do a review. We'll do a Easter eggs. We'll do a timeline. Mm -hmm. Then we'll do <laughs> Easter eggs that we missed part two because that's what happened last time. Always happens. And then we'll do <laughs> at, uh, at least one or two continuity related videos. Mm -hmm. And then maybe like a. Because they won't explain Miss Martian at all, so we'll do a Miss Martian speculation. There video. you go. I like it. <laughs> Mystery of the Martian. Is Miss Martian a plant or a person? <laughs> <laughs> She's a plant person. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, we we didn't say this, but it's definitely it looks like this is a continuation of Justice League Unlimited, just by mm -hmm. all of the like little background things we've seen so far. The the main um, Trinity, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, their voice actors are coming back. So all those yep. elements involved with the art style, of course, makes it seem like this is a direct Justice League Unlimited tie-in movie. That's why it's so exciting. That's why this is newsworthy. So yeah <laughs> I, I someone pointed out i can't remember who so i'm sorry if if it's someone listening to this but the, the pointed out about uh 
I forgot actually that like every two years since Gods and Monsters we're get we've been getting another like Bruce Tim style movie. Mm-hmm. Gods and Monsters was 2015, 2017, Batman Hardy Quinn, and this one, and it, and they were like pointing out that like potent maybe they're all coming out seemingly random order, seemingly unconnected stories, but then eventually there will be some kind of like. The Justice League teams up with Swamp Thing to fight the Gods and Monsters Justice League or something like that. That could be cool. I don't see that happening, but it it would be interesting if he was doing it on purpose. Like, he really is... Bruce Tim is masterminding a a little connected movie series or something, but... You never know. I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) What's your other news since I don't have anything? Well, I want to... um, I've got two other things here. So, I'll quickly bring up um, the Batman and Flash books are crossing over pretty soon again yeah again it's called so similar like um about a year ago they did the button which i was gonna say is it called the other button it's called the price <laughs> the this one's called the price oh. um okay it has nothing to do with doomsday clock so the button was kind of like a a lead into doomsday clock you know uh-huh. it, it showed us like some stuff with saturn girl uh, obviously the watchman button and all this stuff so flashpoint universe yeah yeah that was like around oh, i've got it on my wall um that was issues 21 and 22 of uh <laughs> you of shouldn't have series. said that you had it on your wall just you knew I that just look you're so smart yeah um no i don't i don't just know that but these the, the um the next two <laughs> crossovers are gonna be like issue 64 65 of batman and the flash and um this is a direct tie-in to heroes in crisis which is also written by tom king so that's the current oh, crisis book okay. that's out there. It killed off yeah. spoilers. It killed the Wally West crisis. and Roy Harper were the two major victims, mm-hmm. um, with a couple of other like B level uh, characters like Lagoon Boy and um, people like that. So this uh, seems to be like a direct something to do with Batman and the Flash, um, looking into like Wally's death and um things like that something i don't know something to do with heroes in crisis but it's written by tom king who also writes the batman book and joshua williamson who's writing the flash book so the two of them it's the same people who did the button and they're back for another crossover tying into heroes so it's interesting um, enough have you have they shown the covers for this yet yeah the covers are out um they've they've been this is kind of probably been known for like two months now i'm just bringing that up because the book's about to come out oh okay yeah <laughs> but i don't know i just think it's cool that they're doing another crossover it's called the something same creators even though it's tying yeah, yeah. into a different the... it's a different tie-in yeah. story so yeah if you're not reading heroes in crisis i don't think it's worth looking at but if you are you know make sure to pick up these four issues i was trying to uh... I'm distracted here because I was trying to find... I can't find it for whatever reason. I was trying to find mm-hmm. the number of the issue that The Flash was in Gotham Adventures just to see if it's at all... I think that was issue 25 of Is it? Gotham yeah, Adventures. Maybe. It sort of sounds right. Yeah. I think it, I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, The Flash <laughs> from uh, Superman the Animated Series Speed Demons had yeah. a little guest appearance in Batman Gotham Adventures 25. Yeah. Little known fact. I got I one more piece of news. Those... This is the rumor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was Here's just going to say, I wish that those comics. Wait, I you have to put it off. Uh, I wish that those comics were more well known to DCAU fans. Like mm-hmm. even I, even I, didn't know about a lot of them until like 2012 ish when we started working on Legacy. Learned a I'm lot. Like, oh, I, there's an entire 
yeah, there's an entire like world of stories that we had no idea existed. Mm -hmm. I think it's a lot. I think they just get like a stigma of like, well, only the cartoons are canon, so you don't need to worry about anything else. And it's like, well, what? Why not? Mm -hmm. (laughs) We're worried. We're worried about it. it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, anyways, so tell me the the secrets. All right. The secrets apparently is DC uh, Entertainment's um, DC Comics as a whole are getting restructured. Their leadership, basically, the publishers okay. right now, it's um, led by co-publishers Dan DiDio and Jim Lee. And the rumor, oh. and now this has been a rumor in the past, but the rumor is that Dan DiDio's out. Um, he's leaving. Okay. And it's, like, uncertain whether Jim Lee's going to be the sole publisher now or if Dan is actually leaving at all. But I think we're going to see some news in the next couple of days, um, probably by the time this episode's out, possibly with some, like, restructuring news with DC. We might see new people in charge. Of, um, do uh, when this going. was a rumor before, did he come out and say like, "No, no, I'm good. I'm not it, going away." Well, it's been rumored before because like fans, especially about ten years ago, were blaming Dan DiDio for like royally screwing up the DC universe in oh. comics. <laughs> this was around the time of like uh, Final Crisis, where yeah. a lot of their books kind of stopped. Like continuity started to to just have like weird um, issues, which. To be fair, like um, started. <laughs> I know, I know. DC always has continuity <laughs> problems, and it's it's why every like ten to twenty years they have to have this mega yeah. reboot event, which is something Five. Dan DiDio <laughs> knows. Um, he he realizes that there needs to be a clean slate, and I personally think like he there might have been a weird year or two of publishing under his leadership, but like as like Rebirth was a complete like. 180 degree switch to like great storytelling again. I think the rebirth yeah. initiative was totally successful and everything they did to with that made DC like come back to uh, more of its roots rather than what they were okay. tried with the new 52. So I think yeah. in recent years, they've been doing a great job. Um, I wonder if this has something to do with like the black label stuff that's been delayed, mm. which is known primarily for um Batman's dick was in Batman Damned to number I was one. Say, what I never, I didn't hear about it being delayed. Is that a reason why? Well, other like, books. Oh, you, you can't do it. It's like All Star <laughs> Superman was delayed. There was a Wonder Woman book um, that no. has been delayed, and um, uh, Jill Thompson, I think, was doing the Wonder Woman book. Uh, what else? There was there was a few, like in the Black Label series that have just been delayed okay. in general. So, uh, Superman Year One by Frank Miller was in that. Um, so I don't know if it's because of like the Batman Dick controversy, which is definitely like that could be a good reason why DC's getting reshuffled. Um, but then there's also Doomsday Clock, which has been just continually delayed as well. But I think that's more of a Gary Frank problem uh-huh. than anybody else. I think it's just the artist <laughs> needing <laughs> more time to get it right. Gary Frank with you. Yeah, I'm sure that yeah. they're at the point now where the series is done. It's probably in the can. If not done yeah i'm sure they're working on like the last issue or so but um i don't think that's really the reason either why any reshuffling would happen but i can see why there might be like a weird disconnect between jeff johns and the world of dc that he wanted to get to by the end of doomsday clock not lining up with Mm -hmm. the new continuity that's happening with like brian bendis at the lead and people like that who are writing all these other books like tom king's batman that might not necessarily meet up to doomsday clock like they originally said they would and so i so tldr yeah uh, 
I people have, are still kind of mad at Dan DiDio for some reason. And yeah, <laughs> I have so one more one more <laughs> speculation of why, and it could be because <laughs> okay. of the Second Coming book that's happening at Vertigo. Even though Vertigo and DC are like sort of separate entities, they have different leadership yeah. there in a way. But like, um, I think Dan DiDio and Jim Lee kind of have like an overall say with Vertigo, but they're putting out that Second Coming book. Which is where Jesus meets like Sun Man. Oh right, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. The like, two of them. A roommate. Or, mm-hmm. yeah. There's a uh, petition right now. It's gotten over a hundred thousand signatures to um, for to like ask DC to not put the book out, um, saying that it's sacrilegious <laughs> and stuff like that. You know. So I'm just speculating oh, on boy. all the like bullshit that they're dealing with right now yeah. and why they might have to. Why people might want them to reshuffle. Um, t- uh, Time Warner, which was bought by AT&T. So now uh-huh. AT&T has that sort of, um, they can have that say if they want to restructure any of their purchases. <laughs> We've been listening into our customers' text message conversations, and yeah. they say Dan DiDio's out. They, they <laughs> say yeah. that the second coming book is not cool. Yeah. People don't like Jesus Batman's dick, and they're mad yeah. that Doomsday Clock is running late. Yeah, <laughs> I've been mad that Doomsday Clock's running late since the second issue came out. I know, late. <laughs> but it's been so good, I can forgive it. Yeah, it's like every issue is like, okay, well, this is really good. So yes, uh, much like our comic, <laughs> it, <laughs> it's worth the wait. Nice shameless plug. Um, well, that's yeah. all the news I have. <clears throat> news and rumors. Yeah, uh, my news is that uh, I got these cool little metal figures from. Uh, Fred Meyer, you can't see them if you're listening to the podcast, but Ted can kind of see this them. This is uh, Welcome There's to James Reads ba- from His Diary segment. Thank you. <laughs> Today, I went to Fred Meyer, and I bought a tiny Batman Beyond Joker and Commissioner Gordon, and it was a good day. And he kept it on his desk and inspired him to I draw on... and make yeah, videos for YouTube. Of. Yeah, well, like the other day, we were editing Legacy's scripts, and, and I was like, I gotta, I gotta draw something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I have to act on this before it goes away, so then I I drew that Jessica Cruz drawing that we've can been I, Can around. I tease these Legacy scripts a little bit? I don't know. I am. So, okay, we're putting out a couple <laughs> issues this year in 2019 that are also set mm-hmm. in the year 2019 for the DCAU. Oh, what? What? <laughs> and so if you're keeping <laughs> up, most of the issues, the like... Far future stuff that we see in issue one is set in like 2054 or 2056. I forget which one it six, is off the top of my head. Six. It's a six. <laughs> I know it's one yeah. of those. And so that's like the world of epilogue from the JLU episode. Yeah. And then we jump back to 2004, which is post um, Justice League Unlimited, like days after the last episode. And so now we're jumping 15 years to 2019, which is the year that Batman retires um, as seen in the very first half of the first episode of Batman Beyond Rebirth. So it's, um, we just wrote an issue set in this year. Yeah. And then I'm also writing an issue that is set on the day he retires, which is basically going to lead up to the events of that, um, Batman Beyond episode. And I'm really excited yes. for that. It's going to, yeah, basically lead us right up to the <laughs> opening seconds of it. So this should be really cool. I, I, that, the guy, the first, I guess it's not the first shot of the episode, but, uh, you know, you see Bunny Vreeland's all tied up and then mm-hmm. not Amanda Waller, voice actress, is reading a news thing right. about, like, how it's happened. And 
when you first see Batman, he like zooms up and punches a thug, and then he stands there. He looks all cool. Mm-hmm. That thug that he knocks out is like a thug background thug in like every show at some point. So you think he um, remains young? <laughs> yeah, he's like a like is he's this got Randall Lazarus Savage. Do you think it's Randall <laughs> Savage? <laughs> yeah, we should, we should canonize. We we got to write an entire story about Randall Savage That's that him. leads up to also the start of Rebirth. Wow. <laughs> he gets immediately knocked out. <laughs> That's his like stupid origin. Is that <laughs> he's been planning like these uh, horrific things for years and years, and then he just gets knocked out by Batman immediately. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, no, I was gonna say we wrote or like came up with the ideas for. The, oh, there goes the cat food. Um, anyway, we came up with the idea for cat food in about 1872. Cats. Food. Perfect. Boom. <laughs> Make them into food. <laughs> uh, there's Now, when we started Legacies, obviously we had an idea to put out issues quicker than they happened. And uh, we were going to do... We were young I'm and pretty sure we yeah, <laughs> you know. Uh, but now we're now we were, we're young. We were just and, six and a little less foolish. Then. Yeah, <laughs> now we're a little less young, but and a the, little a uh, little more foolish. Yes, uh, we won't get fooled again. Brown. Uh, what the hell was I saying? Fool me uh, once, shame <laughs> on you. Fool me twice. <laughs> well, you won't get fooled again. Not gonna fool me twice. <laughs> All right. Anyway, <laughs> god damn it. Uh, right, <laughs> coming up with ideas for the comic and uh oh i was against okay that's we did that don't say more things don't say more things ever more things the ever the, the rest of the podcast oh my goodness oh my goodness uh, <laughs> okay so now are you gonna say that now no all right we were gonna do these issues that we're doing right now way sooner uh, or we're like, actually, no, they were going to happen at this time, but we were going to have many more other issues done before now. Cause the idea was that we start in 2004, maybe by 2019 where we've naturally caught up to 2019, but instead we're just hopping around which originally I was like mad about when we were planning the episode guide. I was like, Chad, we can't just jump to this time. And then we can't just jump back to this time. But... Like that's confusing, but we're doing but we that. Can. And we're going to keep doing that probably. Yeah. It kind of works. Cause it, yeah. By the time the comic finale happens when we're 60 years old uh 60 hey, new 30 be... yeah <laughs> there's uh no if 65 is a new 30 then 60 is the new like 28.6 or 5 nice or something like that i don't know <laughs> uh i'm no smarty that's why you're at 12 it's like oh, yeah. no yeah okay. yeah sure i'm not Okay. But uh, <laughs> the people just want to hear us talk about Young Justice. Let's do so it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got to remember what I got to look on the DC streaming service application on my phone uh, to remember what each episode was because yeah, I gotcha. the first time we talked about this, there were only three to talk about and they were brand new. I remembered all of them. Now it's six episodes and I can't remember what, what? was what because I watched them very spaced out. Let's start at episode four private security that would be a natural place to begin if i could find if i could get to the the freaking page so this one was the one with nightwing and all the roy harpers 
Oh yeah, this was probably actually my favorite of all. Really, six I hated ones. this one, and I watched really? it three times. I've watched it three times. Why? And because I watched it on my own, and then I watched it with a friend because I was thinking, oh well, I'm less drunk now. Maybe it'll make more sense. Nope. <laughs> and then uh, my roommate watched it, and I was just like, dude, you are in for one weird episode. Um, I guess I didn't like that the bearded Roy, so the clone Roy, the mm-hmm. the actual Roy Harper clone, uh, is a little too like silly. Like mm-hmm. why why is he this all like of, all of them kind of are in this episode? Though. Well, yeah, I mean it, it was it reminded <laughs> me of like a, a this little piggy kind of episode. Like it's just in there as filler, kind yeah. of random, and. Uh, but it, yeah, his his personality didn't really fit. Like, so maybe, I mean, maybe it was he's... well. There were three Roys. That's the thing, yeah. and they had to make them all a little different. So Arsenal, yeah, I guess so. the real Roy, what, who's the one who was like put on ice and like kept by uh, the light. Um, yeah, he's he, the smallest, shavedest one. Yeah, and he's got a robot arm, and uh, yeah. he's the most angsty. And then obviously Red Arrow Roy is uh, the one who we've seen through most of the show. And then there's this new Roy. I don't think we've ever seen him before. Can you confirm? Have you ever seen this one before? What the older the one? Older, the, the older, the older, no, the he, older, taller. Guardian. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but wasn't Mal Duncan Guardian before? Now Guardian's been this weird Roy clone since like episode one of the show. Really? Um, he was in yeah, episode when, one. I, I remember Guardian in yeah. that, but it was um, it it was the original Guardian, wasn't it? No, it's it was him because he has the same voice actor. Are you sure it's Which not, I didn't um... clue into till this time that I've been rewatching it, but yeah. Oh, they're they are related. Um the original yeah. Guardian's name was um Jim Harper. So yeah. Harper could very much be related to Roy Harper. But I don't know to if Harper, yeah. But but like <laughs> I don't know if that's ever been like an intentional thing before. No, I think I'm See, this is the problem. We had this last time where we couldn't remember. Yeah. <laughs> we had a Roy conversation about this. But I, I, I'm i like 99% sure that the oldest, hunkiest Roy <laughs> was the was has always been Guardian. Hmm. And then he got like de-brainwashed and revealed that he was another Roy clone that they did a long time ago or something and accelerated his age or something like that. Everyone screaming, all the fanboys screaming can confirm that I'm 99% right. <laughs> Maybe ninety. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's possible. I'm looking at well, it now, but, but I'm but, right that yeah. Mal Duncan was yeah. Guardian in season two for a minute. Um, okay. Well, no, no, yeah, no. He took over after after that was after it was revealed. That but you're right. This is the original Guardian, yeah. who is actually not a Roy clone. This is Jim Harper, who mm. we need to. I, I don't know. I don't I'm know. very interested to know the relationship. <laughs> I think maybe Jim Harper is a is a pseudonym or something. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I'm rewatching seasons one and two with my wife. Let me so know if you figure it out. Part. Let me yeah. know. Yeah, because that confused me. I was like, who's this? Like, because I realized oh, at the end of the episode, oh, it's Guardian. But then I was yeah. like, but is he a Roy clone? But yeah, and I think I he think, might yeah. be. Anyway, whatever. His name's Comment Jim. Below His name is the, Jim. That I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> he probably um, is. Well, so okay. I regardless of who's Roy and who's yeah. not, I think uh, that this episode was fun to me because this is a situation 
that is not really a thing you could do in any other bow hunter security. Than, yeah, well, like I'm uh, both. The, I don't think that this particular character has ever been tri cloned like this or whatever. But I also don't. There's no other like genre of thing that you could right <laughs> like there's like sci-fi superhero stuff is the only thing you could do this sort of like story mm-hmm. with and i think that that's it, it was just really like i didn't expect it to be as goofy as it was like because we're right in the middle of just a bunch of like horrific deaths and and dark storytelling and all this stuff and then just yeah this is a goofy yeah, one in, mm-hmm. yeah we're <laughs> we're just the four of them around. fought Brick, the Green Arrow villain Brick, yeah. um, who was trafficking yeah. metahumans and whatnot. On uh, they, and then they had a big fight in like a truck going on this like curvy mountain road, yeah. and then there's Guardian like a fight on, on like, the, the truck. Front of the truck, and that yeah. that truck is so big. Like I actually watched uh, one of the bonus features <laughs> on DC Universe about this episode. Um, I didn't intend to watch it about this episode. I was just watching a bonus stuff, and it ended up being so you about watched it. it four times. Technically, <laughs> um, and I hate this episode. <laughs> but they were talking about how challenging it was to it's end. not canon because you don't like it yeah no i didn't say that <laughs> i didn't say that but um and now i just want to preface and say i loved episodes uh seven eight and nine we'll get to that but um yeah, but they okay. were talking about how hard it was to animate the truck battle because of how little space they had to fight on the truck but they had to make yeah. it look like it was a little space and there are a couple shots <laughs> where it looks like a pretty big truck <laughs> so yeah well know. they well yeah when nightwing and and Roy number two are holding uh brick like above their heads and just yeah. yelling at each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like standing like ten feet apart from each other. How are they that strong? They don't have superhuman <laughs> yeah, strength. That too, yeah. <laughs> He's not like overcoming them in any way. He's just being a worm. I just I mean it's definitely a silly episode and it's just <laughs> yeah. like I don't know, it just didn't do it for me. Yeah, but that, I'm glad well, that part that in particular they could do that, I guess. That part in particular was slightly cringy because it was like I know they're gonna throw him because yeah. they say he's like put me down, mm-hmm. and like just if they would have just thrown him, that would have been fine. They could have thrown him and like, chatted. Oh, okay. And he's like, oh, whoa, I didn't expect you. No, wait, no. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then they throw him out. I'm like, yeah. yeah, okay, I got it. Twenty minutes ago, <laughs> but uh, what was the other? Oh, the, the something else that bothered me when they're on the trucks is that, and uh, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Nightwing is like angry that or like. What what is the what's the word I'm looking for? He he's like missing Wally West, like he's like mm. calls Roy Wally or something on accident. That's and he's right. like, "You're just you're not over Wally's death." And like, what, what? This is a thing that just happened. Like he hasn't been he hasn't been saying anything about this the whole season so far. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. just been like they didn't develop that. It was just suddenly happened. I don't know. Uh, they've been doing but, hints like every now and then they'll kind of mention like Beast Boy would be like, "Oh yeah, I met the." I met the the princess or whatever at a at, yeah. a at a funeral for a fast friend, or something like right, that. Okay. Or like uh, Artemis will look at her photo of Wally in her room or something. So there's like yeah, well they're, yeah they're just do we th- do, do you think Wally's gonna come back ah, in this course, season? Of course, man. <laughs> of course, there was to be like a big season finale. Like they've done this to him in the comics at least two or three times, where Wally disappears into the Speed Force and comes back. Yeah, so. It happens. Oh my god, cat. Shut up. Okay. She's well like, moving on to the next episode. Thing. The last <laughs> thing that I'll say about episode four was that it had like a little B story where uh Superboy and Geoforce are hanging out at the Kent farm. And yeah. uh super like 
Geoforce is a lot like Superboy, where he's like really mad and angsty, whatnot. Doesn't can't really control his powers, so Superboy is kind of realizing that. And I right. think taking like a little bit of a not karma, but he's kind of trying to pay it forward by being like, "Well, I used to be that angry um, at yeah. my situation. Now I'll help this other angry person figure it out." Right. So they they had a literal like Zen and the art I've of been ma- motorcycle before. maintenance scene there. Where he's like, yeah, just yeah. clean this motorcycle and they'll teach you how to be zen. <laughs> yeah, you'll have an understanding of what it means to be mad. Yeah. yeah. Well, episode five. <laughs> this was... Um, yeah, I to refresh. This is called The Away Mission. Oh, uh, this is... Where was... they go to get the forager yeah, bug. Yeah, forager. Click, clack, click. Um, I will admit, I um, I always forget that Mantis, the Apocalyptian... Well, he's not uh-huh. Apocalyptian, but he like... Fights for Dark Side. We've seen him in JLU a few times. Yeah, I didn't. I always forget he's a bug of New Genesis. Oh, is that who the green one is? Mm-hmm. He was Mantis. Oh, I, I didn't make that connection yeah. at all. But yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does make sense that That's he's cool. there and that he's a bug because his th- name is Mantis. <laughs> well, I didn't hear the name or I forgot. No, I I, I liked that they're actually like bug looking, like mm-hmm. they're crunchy little pill bug things. Yeah. Because usually, I mean, like classically they just look like humanoids with weird faces mm-hmm. <laughs> they're just dudes with like lego heads <laughs> right right so now like they're they at least look like actual weird th- crab I monsters i wonder if um i'm not sure if it's supposed to be true or not but i think forager from the original jack kirby stuff was a new god who thought he was a bug but oh, i but okay. i could be wrong but in this case he's definitely a bug <laughs> well in the dcau uh, he is a new god in Superman the Animated Series, and then he's right. a bug in Justice League. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. it doesn't make any sense. Well, I mean, but, uh, he's still more or less in the you know fourth yeah, world yeah. character. But it was cool um, to see Orion in there, even though Orion was right. acting like well, a dick. Well, even it's not really him. It was, but, yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, he was an Orion-looking guy mm-hmm. <laughs> for a sec. Yeah, yeah. it's still cool to see him in the show. Um, they're obviously building up to a big showdown with the fourth world. At the end of season two, yeah. with um, we and they, yeah, I mean, it's so hard not to that's, skip ahead to other episodes, but <laughs> yeah, well, that's something that's we'll been there. surprising me this whole time, really, is that like we've jumped two years ahead and they're still like just in the middle of dealing with dark side stuff. Well, the light's like, been, been around been for, for a while. centuries, thousands yeah, of yeah. years, so yeah. Yeah, it's been a long. But I mean, yeah, the season coming. two ends with Vandal Savage and Darkseid like shaking hands, business as usual, mm-hmm. and then it just okay. Well, two years later, it's still business as usual. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I guess I'm glad that they didn't just oh cut to two years later. We remember when we solved that Darkseid thing. Mm-hmm. Here's a new thing. Like I, I'm glad we're seeing that. But it's, it's getting still... up there. It's definitely like yeah. you can tell they're leading to a showdown in the second half of season three. Yeah. Or into season four we'll see how long they keep going because i have a feeling they're gonna get a season four after the success of this yeah. one this is actually one of the most in demand uh streaming shows right now of all uh, all services yeah i know it was like number one on some mm-hmm. big time news article about that that was cool yeah so um, that's awesome so but uh, miss martian's brother cousin what was it is malafaak or whatever the fuck oh did they reveal <laughs> oh that? god so I guess it was Malif- Malifak, Malif- Malifak. Well, it, it's like that's not his real name, but he goes by that because in this it's some sort of like Martian chupacabra. <laughs> yeah. Like a weird like Yeti that no one talks about. 
That's I guess right. That's yeah, a made-up monster. But anyway, no, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm reading about him. I didn't. Apparently, his name is Makam Maors, but okay. Malefic yeah. might have. He might have been like inspired by Malefic. Because typically, that's Jean Jones's brother relative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this is evil twin but, brother. Who's an actual green Martian, I think. Yeah, and he was in um, Justice League Doom. Yeah, saw him in that show or that movie. Also voiced by Carl Lumbly, I think. Nice. Anyway, uh, what else can we say about this episode? I like they Forager's had, um, manner of speaking. Yeah, and while they were off doing that, um, Superboy was helping Halo and Geoforce train, so that they've yeah. always just kind of been in the background of the B story there. Um, I was glad that they pulled in like Wonder Girl, Impulse, Blue Beetle, that stuff like for this episode because that was a not really a complaint, but like something I was noticing, I guess, was like. They showed us this whole team of Young Justice kids yeah, at the yeah. start, and then they're just barely in the show so far. But I guess we're mostly we're just following the characters that we started following. You know, once we get to so. episode eight, I think it was episode. Yeah, then we'll we'll have more to talk about yeah. some of those other random ones. Um, but yeah, they've definitely been focusing, and I guess that's why it's called the Outsiders. But they've been keeping the focus right. on. And it's very true to the original Outsiders team. Halo, Geoforce, Black Lightning. Yeah. These were all, yep. like, the main characters. Nightwing's been on the team plenty of times. Um, and it seems like they're about to, in the next batch of episodes, like episode 10, 11, 12, 13, they're going to bring in Katana and Metamorpho, who right. will basically round out that original Outsiders team. Um, Forger's new. Superboy's new. Tigress is new. But uh, they still fit what the team is. So um, I have a feeling they're going to continue to go into like Batman's team and start to kind of mesh with that too. Yeah. I think uh, we'll probably get a couple more focused episodes on the Batman peeps and then they'll Mm kind of merge a little bit toward the end. Yeah. Um, I liked in this episode, I liked the design of uh, the like bug level of new genesis the the more like the actual terran yeah the the, the what do we call it i don't know the the planet <laughs> right because right. it's not super town it's like what the planet actually looks like whereas in justice league like the planet just looked like someone's backyard or sure. something it was just forest <laughs> yeah yeah in super i mean not town to, up not there to in say the sky. it's bad yeah <laughs> well cool it's just not a, it wasn't as classic it was more you know, design Phil Barassa designing stuff out the wazoo. Yeah. Um, that was awesome. I, I like Forager. Yeah. I think he's a yeah. nice, like, comic relief. He reminds me of Drax from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. A bit where he's just, like, kind of awkward, doesn't quite understand. He's not, humans. like, mad all the time, though. He's, like, yeah. very drawn in, like. He wants I don't to know. be a friend. I, he's more just, yeah, like, yeah. I'm just a cuddly <laughs> little bug guy who can roll into a ball and bite <laughs> people. <laughs> I like imagining the voice actor sitting there going like <laughs> all the time, like making Voyager. all of his weird little Voyager noises. Is yeah. Voyager. <laughs> yeah, that's good. He he adds like a needed, uh, not comic relief, I would say, but more like a levity to more, the more like a graphic episodes. content. Yeah, I don't, okay. don't. No, I gotcha. No one gets that. Cause not you yet. Started that yet? Yeah. <laughs> we get it. Okay. Um. Anyway. Cool. Moving on. Episode yeah. six. Seven. No. I don't six. know how to count. <laughs> episode six is called Rescue Op. Um, and so this is where they're trying to... It's when they fight the sensei. Um, they have a lead uh, on yeah. Geoforce's sister. 
who is Tara, Tara? from yeah. the Teen Titans. And they come across uh, Talia's got a little baby. And there's also a red-hooded uh, yeah. ninja. That's like the last 10 seconds of the episode. <laughs> I know, but it's, it's an important not like part. a pivotal part. But because yeah. in the later episode, we see it's Lois Lane has a little baby. Yeah. And this is the beginning of the Super yeah. Sons. <laughs> Young, Younger Justice Season 4. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Which means Jonathan is like a year older than... Than Damien, like Damien, looked a lot more baby. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either. But um, <laughs> these are the important things to discuss. Yeah, they are. But what was cool was seeing Red Hood with Rachel Ghoul and um, all that stuff. Like it was cool to see him fight, and um, hopefully he'll be a bigger deal because this was just kind of really a tease with him. Now, Gen- General Iroh from uh, The Last Airbender, aka Sensei, isn't that supposed to be Rachel Ghoul's like His, dad? Yes. Okay. Yes. I don't know if they've specified that in this I don't universe, think so either. But yeah. yeah. And it was kind of a later not a retcon exactly, but it was oh. like the Sensei wasn't originally Rachel's dad. Yeah. But the Sensei I'll have to also appeared back. in Gotham Adventures. In issue yeah, I was gonna say 12, he's in there, but yeah, I don't remember if in the DCAU he's Rachel Gould's dad. I, I don't or think not, he's but... supposed to be, but it's yeah. might be left open. He's a very small, like Looney Tunes looking man in mm-hmm. that. <laughs> he's just a weird little yeah. dude. But anyway, I don't know. It's uh, always like the League of Assassins and or League of yeah. Shadows, whatever they're called here. Um, Shadow Assassins of mm-hmm. Guild League. Dot com. Yeah, he. Uh, he he's I like how they're oh where's all the ninjas and he's like I trained all the ninjas I, they don't need to be here <laughs> like, I'm, yeah I I'm enough even though that's then revealed that there's no ninjas because they're not in charge of the ninjas no more mm-hmm. and you don't know who is you don't um who's your guess <laughs> I have no Randall Savage yeah <laughs> Randall actually Randall Savage. Uh. <laughs> No, I don't know. Um, <laughs> this episode, I'm trying to remember what else. Like, we saw Oracle. We've heard Oracle before, but we see her in the chair. Yeah. Um, and so there must have been some sort of killing joke inspired event that happened in the last two years. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Dick and Barbara are like making out and stuff. Mm-hmm. They're like a couple. Which everybody in the in the Discord seemed to be happy with. They were, yeah. <laughs> they were enjoying. I I like Dick some... and Babs. I also. Yeah. support dick and starfire so i um you know i think they should just the yeah, three of them that, should that be in be a little polyamorous little relationship yeah it's the 21st <laughs> could century dick, barbara and starfire that'd be okay yeah it'd be it's fine 2019 fine with me poly poly <laughs> wag the pokemon yeah exactly um yeah this episode isn't didn't have a lot that i like to remember about it other than the jason todd stuff at the end mm-hmm. um i do like that sometimes geoforce is so angry that he just turns into a rock monster like yeah, can't yeah. help it um that's pretty and cool which because people complain people are complaining about his his super suit being like stupid looking like he looks like gambit or something like he's got the head sock like gambit super, i mean he's and, always had uh, the head sock though and yeah all of you like, i don't know why yeah. Right. I mean, none of the Young Justice characters—they're all like overly detailed versions of mm-hmm. what you expect or whatever. So it's not like it's 
I don't know. I like that they look like they have armor on and and whatever. It's all close enough to their original comic book look yeah. for me to be happy with it. I like Geoforce's redesign because his original suit is really goofy. Um, yeah. Halo, I like her look too. She's still got the classic like mm-hmm. um, red, yellow, and blue stripes on her over the black suit. So it's it's like a, a really nice update in my opinion for her. Yeah, and it kind of changes depending on what her power is that mm-hmm. she's using at the yeah, time it's cool. which is cool yeah i uh this is kind of a weird comment but she's like got like bigger hips than normal girls in this show and mm. i don't know if that's on purpose as like a oh it's like an ethnic difference in character designs i don't know <laughs> that's a Phil i was Barossa noticing question. So. oh you were noticing her hips huh? <laughs> yeah <laughs> Hey, why why does Hill have like a bigger butt? Phil, <laughs> that's the question. I if we ever interview him, that's what I'm. That's a great, him. yeah. Say it just no like that. Question. <laughs> All right, well, moving um, on. Episodes yeah. seven, eight, and nine were my favorites of the series, so I'm excited sure. to talk about these more. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was actually kind Seven's of disappointed. Van- Vandal Savage. One, Four, five, right? and six kind of disappointed me. The ones we just talked about. Oh, yeah. So when seven, eight, and nine came out, I was like, finally, <laughs> this is the yeah. show. This is like what I wanted out of the show. So okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. yeah. The these ones were a lot more like they're less episodic and more just like, and now here's this thing that's happening in the universe. Mm-hmm. Like there's, it was more uh, uh, contained stories, which I thought was cool, but also like, I want to see more of what's happening in like the story I've been following. Sure. Um, it's, which was so what basically, was, this is how I write legacies was how yeah. <laughs> six, seven and, or right. seven, eight and nine. You happened. can't just jump around. That's yeah. probably why I liked it better. <laughs> <laughs> now that I, yeah, you, 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 you talk about seven cause okay. you liked it. Yeah, Seven was called Evolution, and this was Vandal Savage's origin story. Um, And so it's kind of centered around two of his daughters, uh, a woman named Cassandra, and then I forget the younger woman's name, but she was a new character that we hadn't seen before. It it wasn't Scandal, though. It wasn't? I don't know, no. uh, She was called something else. I thought it was supposed to be his daughter. Yeah, well, it definitely was, was, but I don't think it was Scandal. Um. I'm looking I mean, no quick. sign of Randall anywhere in the episode, but I know we can only hope he shows up. Uh, yeah, old lady was. Uh, it was. Yeah, actually, because she you're right. Like, it was. Did scandal. you get to the part about the bear? It was like scandal. sixteen times. Yeah. It was? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The bear. Did you read the story about the bear? Yeah, yeah. her mind was deteriorating, yeah. and I did like how she was like focused on that because it was like, oh, that's your. Uh, the first story of Van- the great Vandal Savage before he yeah, became yeah. immortal. Before he became, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's cool because um, in the Dark Knight's Metal comic that came out last year, they talked about the different tribes, tribes of the wolf, tribes of the bear, yeah, yeah. tribes of the, the hawk. Bat. And um, Vandal Savage was tribe of the bear. So I think yeah. he might have been tribe of the wolf. Uh, I think he was tribe of the bear. <laughs> um, well, if he's fighting a bear, he might be a wolf. Let me see if I can uh, Google he's it He's the tribe of the, the laptops. When you send two laptops back in the, time, the bear tribe. Yeah, he was the bear tribe. So that's that's perfect. Oh, he was okay. Perfect well. for that. So he's killing his mascot. Yeah, he did. He killed his mascot. But that's how he got his mascot. So da bears. Da uh, yeah, bears. he uh, revenant uh, style. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little little more successful, I yeah. would say. I'd say so too. <laughs> Although he does die immediately afterward, and then doesn't, <laughs> and then gets reborn or whatever. But yeah, after uh, he's immortal, I, what's really cool yeah. is we see these instances 
in the past where he's had these like grand epic battles like it kind of goes yeah. uh we see him in like ancient egypt with um a version of dr fate and um yeah. i guess it was in abu at the time that would make sense especially like mm-hmm. um they've been talking like I, I forget which episode it was it's probably episode the last one but zatanna visits her dad yeah, who's now possessed to, yeah, by yeah. the doctor Feldman. One, one hour thing or an hour yeah, yeah, yeah. but still god so. <laughs> yeah that was pretty horrific but there's yeah. been a lot of little we easter are, eggs with yeah. naboo yeah mm-hmm. it might have been this episode i can't i know when i watched it it was i actually like when uh he has to put the helmet back on yeah. and uh halo's like or, or she okay yeah tiger says like Oh, we're not here for this part when they're just talking. Mm-hmm. And then when he puts the helmet back on and she's like, we are here for this part. I uh, like actually like, oh. yes. <laughs> like audibly like, oh, that's terrible. Oh, no. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. That was sad. Was. <laughs> There's a lot of sad stuff. In I know. This. And it's, it's like, it's, it's more mature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like design. Except for the Roy episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh man. But yeah, so we see um, Vandal Savage back in that like ancient time fighting. Was it Starro? It was Starro, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where they're fighting like ancient Egypt against Starro. Which turns out to be what's leading the like Armada against Earth. Right. And During, stuff. In the modern day. That was such a cool parallel. Yeah. And then later you see uh, when he's Genghis Khan. He's fighting against Darkseid for the first time and his yeah. parademon forces. And that's the first time he ever struck a deal with Darkseid where they basically agreed, like, oh, like those uh, Darkseid saw that there were metahumans on Earth, like uh, Vandal Savage and the people yeah. who he kept close to him. And so Darkseid agreed to strike a deal with him to save Earth. And the two of them would work together, use Earth as like a, an experimental grounds to make more metahumans. In an effort. I have two comments on that. Okay. <laughs> the first is that we talked about this a little last time, but I think it's cool that like in comic book lore, there's just all these different like hundreds of reasons why someone might become a superhero, but they're kind of like condensing it down to like metagene. Yeah. Like you, you're a metahuman, which like normally would be kind of dumb that they're just making it like across the board but i think it works really well in this show where you have to like keep things kind of concise in Mm. this giant dc universe is like yeah you know that those people that were that are the whole like thing this season all the metahumans being trafficked and stuff like turns out vandal savage is the first metahuman like he's not just happens to be a radioactive yeah dude or yeah <laughs> so yeah they're and then really the building that, that lore I, yeah yeah and i also thought it was dumb <laughs> that vandal savage and dark side shake hands about being teammates or whatever in like what the like 14th century or mm-hmm. something and then he's like i think i'll wait to set my plans in motion until there's a fucking justice league <laughs> like why didn't you just do stuff so long ago i don't know <laughs> i think they were waiting for like the real arrival of metahumans you know because in the dc universe like metahumans don't really take off until world war Two. like they're yeah. they're around before that but they're much more underground and much more myth- yeah. mythological Whereas after World I War II, the they're in the public is eye. comprised of a lot of them. The so. Justice Society was really the first yeah. group to, to really do that. So, um, yeah, that didn't bother me. But I liked seeing all that history, the history of the light, uh, the reason why Darkseid's involved now, and um, just all that origin story for their alliance. That was, yeah. I thought, an amazing episode. 
the the sequence of the war world versus all the the alien ships was like something out of a like 90s anime or something mm-hmm. like just a re- it seemed like obscurely cool in a tsunami kind of way like I, I not, agree yeah 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 like <laughs> it didn't feel like a thing that's supposed to be in this show mm-hmm. but it felt it was still really cool um yeah, it was amazing yeah episode. i don't know one of the just best artistically, ones so far. it was cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a little weird to me that the War World is just like there. Like I don't remember that. I, like end yeah, of season he took, two, he took it over in season two. Yeah, but he took it to Apocalypse the last time we saw it. I think well, just like to the... say he to Dark Side. I thought he was going to give it to Dark Side, but apparently yeah, yeah. they're still using it. He just has it. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was more of a just to show off to Dark Side. Like, hey, I got your back, man. We still. Yeah, we still have our thing. Like, I got the war world. We're good. We're in good shape. Yeah, well, I, li- <laughs> I like how he has Mongol in like a cage. You see for a second, like he's just like knocked out. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know if you noticed that, but when they're like right before he snaps the old lady's neck, <laughs> you see Mongol Ooh. just like unconscious in a cage. Like he's put him in there as like a He'll get out. You don't get to have this anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is mine. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna get out though. Probably. Is episode eight, is that all of the Batman kids one? Yeah, well, that was part of it. Episode eight kind of yeah. jumped around. This one um, was called uh, Triptych. And yeah. in this one, it had like three different sections. Like we kind of saw three different um, things with the team. And so um, I, I loved seeing the shade and the mist. Right. Particularly, okay, yeah, no, that was really cool. Bill, it's a shade was yeah. badass. He had some, uh, he yeah. looked really cool, really similar to the, uh, JLU look with his eyes um, and then at the very end of the episode we see him get the hat and uh, yeah that was the best part it was like yeah the hat <laughs> like he's hat. in his little yeah the whole time like, uh, and the yeah, mist, English looking suit the mist is yeah. a really obscure Starman villain as well so the shade in the mist I'm just like yeah they're going Starman yeah. right now and then Livewire was just thrown in there as yeah. well. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why but well, um, it, it was weird how they're explaining like uh, was it Simon Stagg or yeah, somebody was like who, in control of them uh but mist like mist was the only one that showed any like i don't want to do this mm-hmm. uh i'm just doing it because i am being forced to with mad hatter technology or whatever right, but right. the like livewire especially seemed like yep i'm livewire fuck everybody uh-huh. <laughs> like I do, I do this because i want to or whatever yeah that's um, her thing um yeah. we saw tigress <clears throat> and cheshire interact and like right tigress mm-hmm. basically begging cheshire come visit your daughter yeah she's yeah. her mom um and uh what else that 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 scene was a little goofy to me at the end because cheshire is like don't um you know don't call me that or whatever i'm i'm only cheshire now and she puts the mask on and like that's the only time where she just looks ridiculous in it Mm -hmm. like like why i don't know she seems so like evil and aggressive yeah. <laughs> and then she's just like and it put this cat mask on uh, <laughs> don't call me that <laughs> <laughs> there was a cool little fight know. scene in this episode between uh captain marvel <clears throat> and the flash uh versus like abracadabra and Sportsmaster. Yeah. like Sportsmaster attacked this truck that just happened yeah. to be driven by the flash of captain marvel <laughs> right yeah no that was really funny when they're like yeah i love this job or whatever and uh, he just they turn out to be them yeah that, that was, was cool pretty cool that was a nice fight um it was the only weird thing about that was the like they they have like a long-haired long-bearded guy on the truck with them that you don't find out who it is and then it turns out to be um yeah it, it was uh, uh, uh <laughs> it turns out to be someone recognizable and i, I can't know, remember i'm trying to remember who it was too 
but but was it was a character you saw earlier in the episode in a non flashback that was mm-hmm. like somebody who's bald and stuff because they shaved his head. I want to say Psycho Pyro, uh, but that didn't sound right. No, was it? Was that Matt Hagen? Was it supposed to be Clayface in that truck? No, he was doing other stuff. Yeah, <laughs> but they built it up as this big like, oh my god, was it Weather Wizard? No, <laughs> damn it! I don't remember. No, I wish I remembered. I get too. Well, anyway, <laughs> um, let's talk about the Mad Hatter part uh, because I I loved seeing like Tim Drake's Robin with his bitches. You know, it was like Tim Drake yeah. <laughs> with uh, Arrowette and Spoiler and Orphan. Yeah, and Orphan like I was so happy to see her in there because like Orphan and uh, Stephanie Brown Spoiler are like Tim's best yeah. friends. And so I was just like, oh, it's Tim and his best friend. I like friend. how she slices Clayface down the face. Yeah. And she's like, They're like, did you know he was Clayface or were you just she, <laughs> doing that? She or, knew, yeah. but she also, like, that orphan's thing is she'll slice yeah. first, ask questions later. Yeah. Yeah. So Tim's always no, been like, I, trying I'm to glad... get her to be less violent. But... Yeah. Well, I talked about last episode or the one before about, how, like, the, the um, Rebirth Detective Comics with all those characters has been some of my favorite comics lately and this felt a lot like that yeah. it was, didn't have batwoman and stuff but it had similar like aesthetic <clears throat> was yeah it, clayface it had a lot of the and same spoiler and yeah, orphan. Clayface, yeah yeah exactly <clears throat> um arrowette would be the newer edition but she was right, um yeah. arrowette was in the original young justice comic book instead of artemis like artemis mm-hmm. was kind of filling in that arrowette spot for a while in the show but now yeah. we have the actual um yeah yeah which is who is just a person like yeah. we haven't met them we just they're she, just there she's basically got like a helicopter mom who forced her to be a superhero it was like <laughs> like she could have done like beauty pageants but instead her mom was like nope yeah. you're gonna be a superhero and she's the opposite of artemis because her mm-hmm. like huntress mom was and like mom Don't do it <laughs> her mom hooked up with oliver queen back in the day um oh. like slept together <clears throat> for in some context so it was always like uncertain if Arrowette is Oliver's daughter. Mm-hmm. Like it's always been kind of left open that that might have happened. So well, I, I have a feeling like maybe she is also um, publicly his niece or something because that was Artemis's deal. Was her cover was that like oh another niece? Oh great. like Robin mm-hmm. knew immediately. Like no, you're not. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you're yeah. not his niece or whatever. Uh, just so like yeah, I'm not. Thing. I'm not Bruce Wayne's son. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's, I'm not Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Bruce Wayne runs my company or he pays for all our stuff. Mm-hmm. But that's all. Batman Incorporated. Yeah. Yeah, I loved uh, that that scene with the four of them. Mad Hatter was cool in this. Um I like seeing the Batman villains a little differently interpreted than I'm used to be like in DCAU because they were they still look banned cool for and a while. cool stories. Yeah. Huh? We had a little bat embargo for a while, so oh, we yeah. didn't really yeah. get to see him in, in much stuff. Yeah, well, even but even like uh, the Riddler was in Young Justice season one. So was and Joker was and different. Bane. Yeah, and we've seen a bunch of. Have we had a Joker? <laughs> oh no, we have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in the Injustice he was, he was gang, controlling the plant people things. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, cool. Voiced by Brent Spiner, who plays Data on Star Trek. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> episode nine, the last episode of the so far. This is even it. though there will be four more in a couple days 
which is nice. Yeah. <laughs> By the time you're listening to this, there will be yeah. more. Yeah. is a set of episodes behind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool, though. Yeah, this one was called Home Fries. Or Home Fires. I'm sorry. Home Fries. <laughs> <laughs> home Fires. Not fries. I'm just hungry. Um, yeah. <laughs> this one was called Tater Tods. Did you yeah. um, Did you notice El Dorado's father? In this, it was this guy yeah, named I Eduardo Dorado. His name was like, yeah, Dorado. Yeah. Senior, <laughs> senior. And we know that Junior yeah. was in a previous season. Yeah, yeah. So that was kind of funny. Um, yeah, this one was Lobo. Lobo came and um, yeah. he was there. He was there for Superboy, wasn't he? No, uh, Forager. Forager. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Because we assume that, or we're, su- we're supposed to assume that the other bugs like hired him, but I guess it was vandal savage and co mm-hmm. or something i don't know it, whatever <laughs> yeah i did uh I, I liked how he had his own language that he spoke his zarnian interlock interlock <clears throat> i think <clears throat> okay maybe but anyway I like, <laughs> I like how even when he was speaking that he still says like poosers or fragging or something like that in the subtitles like yeah yeah, yeah. he's still using his weird <laughs> like uh-huh. rock star language yeah um and yeah. when he he comes down when he comes to earth uh or i guess when just in general his design i like that he still looks like a weird kiss member but he looks a little less like makeupy and more like that's just like See, I always, patches of skin or something when i read lobo <clears throat> comics i always hear danny trejo's voice in the back of my yeah. head <laughs> like i i associate him with danny trejo <laughs> He he's that's like <laughs> yeah, machete. Danny Trejo voices Bane in Young Justice. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's my dream casting for Lobo. They do have the same like black spiky eye uh-huh. shaped things. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, that this an excuse to use absurd violence with Lobo. Like he shoves, he throws a spike hook through halo's chest or something like just rips out her guts and stuff and there's just blood everywhere like okay yeah you can do that now because you're not killed halo again (laughs) but we know now halo's gonna keep coming back yeah it's not as big of a deal when she like okay yeah she's gonna revive herself Mm -hmm. or whatever i feel like maybe a big thing maybe by the end of the season or something will be like she'll get killed in a way that she can't revive from or something like that. And it'll be like a bit, cause you'll just be expecting like, Oh, she'll come back, but then she won't. And it'll be like, yeah, Oh yeah. no. Um, that's my prediction. Yeah. The best part about this episode was like, while that was kind of the main story, there was a little B plot going on where all of, um, it, yeah, it all was the babies. Yeah. All the, the babies, daycare. all the, um, the superheroes, wives and girlfriends and whatnot yeah. all met, met up at, um, Iris West house. Who um, I learned that Iris, the voice actress of Iris West, is one of the um, the showrunners of the show. I forget her name, but oh, she's okay. also involved in like writing and whatnot. So she she's probably just one of the writers. But it actually took me a minute to realize who that was because I've seen like the most of Iris that I've seen lately has been on the Flash CW show, and where she doesn't look anything mm-hmm. like right white right. redheaded. There was there was <laughs> even that little line from Bart where he takes the tornado twins and he calls dad. Yeah. He's like, Hey, stop stop that dad and Iris is like, Don't call him yeah. that. <laughs> All right, grandma, yeah, don't good. call me that either. <laughs> yeah. Which is um that's ironic because of uh legacies anyway. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I wrote a similar joke for something. Recently. Yeah, you did. Uh, you, I was thinking about that I when I was watching it. Was that, too like, much. 
Yeah, you've been. Yeah, yeah. There's, anyway, there's too um, many things that that I write for legacies that we don't put out in time. That I see. Yeah, we don't do it fast happen. enough, and someone else does it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, so yeah. what was also really cool about that scene is we see people like uh, Red Tornado and his daughter. Um. In that we see Mira. Yeah. And when he Aqua when Baby. Red Tornado came in, uh, Roy calls him John. Yeah. And I was like, John, like, who is this supposed to be? Martian Manhunter was your, probably your first yeah. guess. Yeah. And then he, yeah. And then as soon as he little does Red Tornadoes, little yeah. tornadoes, like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Red Tornado was um like one of the few adult characters in the original Young Justice comic book. Um, right. Yeah, yeah. Back in the '90s, he was kind of their adult mentor. In a way, um, yeah, Black Canary. Yeah, yeah, too. the first season, yeah. Black Canary kind of did that too. But um, yeah. yeah, so we see Mira, we see Aqua Baby, we see Rocket there right. with her kid. Um, Lois comes with Jonathan Kent. Yeah, we mentioned that yeah. a little earlier. That was pretty cool to see because um, that wasn't even a character until like a couple of years ago. Yeah, so I, yeah I like Reaper. I like that they're right doing before. That, yeah, and then um, yeah. the whole thing is like while that's going on across the street ocean master is there just like watching everybody oh, yeah. get there and he's like i'm about to go blow up this house and just take off like in one hit just <clears throat> you know hit the yeah. superheroes where they can never recover and right as he's getting ready to go kill everybody uh lady shiva appears yeah. and basically talks him down it's like you can't do that that's a nuclear option us villains we already know about nuclear. this we've already agreed nuclear we, <laughs> we 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 agreed we can't do this and so she decapitates ocean master yeah before just immediately yeah before you can go kill all the the wives and kids and nobody will ever know that the villains yep. saved them all that day <laughs> i guess she's probably leading the all the ninjas like i was wondering about earlier but um because she's part of the light now mm-hmm. or something yeah, um, Lady Shiva. She's just like one of the top five assassins in the yeah. DCU. I like I said, I've been rewatching the first two seasons with Jessica, and I'm I'm hoping that this gets explained because I actually don't remember. Because um, we just watched. There's a season one episode where uh, it's all about Aqualad. He goes back to Atlantis and uh, he hangs out with um, Tula. Is that her name? Yeah. And the uh, the other Aqualad, Garth. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and they're like. What, some octopus-faced kid is, like, doing a painting of Aquaman and Ocean Master fighting. And he's, like, s- tells the tale of, like, yeah, Aquaman was almost not almost defeated by Ocean Master until all the Aqualads helped him out. And But then in the same episode, Orm is there not being a bad guy. Like, he's, like, hasn't become Ocean Master yet. Is that a thing where, like... Oh, that's weird. He, I'm going to have to rewatch that one. Yeah, we're, but like, d- d- I can't remember if he just becomes the Ocean Master thing is passed down to him, or he becomes Ocean Master later, or something. Well, in the movie, also... Ocean Master is a title. Um, yeah, but I think that's just his villain name. From that the was comics. made up for the movie. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate it the, the first time because that's what I'm confused about. Because also, then there's a, a recent episode we watched. They finally show who all the light mm-hmm. people are, and they step out of the shadows. And Ocean Master is one of them. Yeah. So I'm very confused. Well, my <laughs> understanding of Ocean Master from like the comics I've read and stuff is as soon as he's cast out of Atlantis, as soon as Aquaman becomes king and you yeah. know shows the world like, oh, Ocean Master, my brother Orm is, is evil. Yeah, like he's evil. As soon as like that's as soon as it's known, oh, he's evil. He's using the armies of Atlantis to like mess with yeah. the world. He's cast out of Atlantis and kind of yeah. becomes his own um, sort of just a wandering, 
mercenary villain just looking for revenge yeah. on his brother you know so he gets wrapped up with like the injustice gang um here and there well that, that's the thing is that most of my questions this season have probably been answered in the past two seasons but i just mm-hmm. don't remember it well enough to, like all the roy <laughs> stuff that we're confused about sure <laughs> like, like i'm sure i'll get oh yeah duh. like it'll be answered for me immediately Eventually. like there was a callback when when they're fighting brick on the truck there was a callback to the first time we saw brick mm-hmm. uh in the season one where they're like firing a bunch of lasers and stuff at him and arrows and whatever. And his suit gets like torn off, blown off. And he's like, you have no idea how much this suit cost me. And they do that again in this Roy episode. They're like, this suit was so expensive or something (laughs) when he's doing that. But I would have never remembered that this was a callback. Yeah. I wouldn't have remembered it was a callback unless I had just Mm. watched that episode. So I'm sure that there's been stuff like that happening that I'm not catching (laughs) because I don't remember. (laughs) Nice. Well, the last thing about the episode I want to say is we see Granny Goodness for the first time. Oh, yeah. We yeah. learned that Granny is like she's going on talk shows, talking to G. Gordon Godfrey. She's calling Yeah, I've been herself... trying to figure out what's imp- why is it important that those VR stuff is happening. But I guess mm-hmm. now we'll find out that, yeah, she's controlling people or something. Yeah, she's calling herself Gretchen Good. And she yeah. um, has she's some sort of partnership with Wayne Tech, um, which... It's right. interesting. What secrets is he hiding? Mm-hmm. Makes me wonder Batman. if she's well, so she's in charge of like the Warner Brothers of that universe. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, the little WB logo. Yeah, but they're doing something with um with Wayne Tech. And so I wonder if like Bruce Wayne knows she's from Apocalypse and is trying to like secretly I've been keeping tabs on yeah or if or if batman's about to get screwed over i don't know but we're probably 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 that one. yeah <laughs> but obviously she's, she's not all ed asnery she's right, like an she's actual not, lady no. she's actually <laughs> yeah. an old lady this time around yeah <laughs> but i still think she did a great job as granny like yeah. very creepy it's gonna go uh i mean she's obviously a villain obviously a new god yeah. we'll learn more about that soon. i had forgotten to mention last time we talked about the show that uh g gordon godfrey is not voiced by uh uh oh my god tim curry anymore yeah, uh nigel thornberry it clown whatever yeah that uh i th- i think it was between the time that the show was canceled and now he had like a massive stroke and he's like wheelchair bound and stuff now so he's not in a good place oh no but the guy that they got voicing him is doing an okay job of replicating the nigel thornberry kind of sound that he had yeah, um, I think so. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and also the when I when Granny Goodness uh, was on screen, it made me think about how um they're like you know, okay, so you know the Justice Lords, right? You're familiar with the concept of the Justice Lords. I've heard of them. So it's like a evil <laughs> it's like a Justice League where you know, they made one bad decision and so now they're like totalitarian and weird. Sure. It made me think of if uh if there it would be interesting to do a story uh well not us but like it would be interesting to read a story i guess that maybe us i don't know maybe i should explain the idea (laughs) (laughs) if if there's a uh like a world where the justice league um is maybe like a few decades ahead of the normal timeline so they're like in a batman beyond kind of era or maybe a little bit further um, but it's lined up with the present day of most universes or something like that. Kind of like, I think the, the earth 12 universe on the multiverse timeline is that like it's mm-hmm. set in Batman beyond time, but that's running concurrently with 
you know, normal present day for most other people or whatever. Um, but anyway, so they, they're already like aware of like these 200 characters are super villains, like granny goodness, uh, like all these, all these different characters, dark side, sure. all this Lex Luthor is bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They know they have the, you know, the back computer <laughs> like files on everybody and they come to say like a young justice universe, a DCAU or whatever, and go like, Hey, be, by the way, you should be on the lookout for all these people, uh, <laughs> these people. <laughs> and then they, they just go like they, but then that causes a justice Lord sort of mm. thing to happen in that where they preemptively the they collect visit. people. Yeah. They, they go, they go and yeah, they That's take out, idea. you know, they go murder like all of these people that haven't done anything yet. And then everybody's like, Whoa, okay. Get out of the fucking way. Let's, we'll pitch <laughs> that to dc once we uh, get yeah the <laughs> yeah because i think that would be really interesting great to idea. Do. like because granny goodness is like you know she's hiding in plain sight but she's mm-hmm. no one knows that granny goodness is a thing even though we know as viewers so people that have that information but come in and tell just them, arrested like, the head of good brothers yeah. entertainment <laughs> <Why>? yeah. <laughs> yeah because they so, published anyway. a story about jesus and Batman's penis. Yeah. <laughs> Dan DiDio was running <laughs> the, the VR headsets, and they're like, no, thank you. Nope. Arrest him. Uh, anyway. It's a supervillain. <laughs> or it will be. Yeah. So don't steal that idea. But <laughs> <laughs> that's anyway. great. Well, that was Young Justice. Um, yeah. I got to pee real what? bad. Can we take so our, you our little pause? break right now? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, your laundry break. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sweet. we're at Comic Relief now. Yeah, or do we do comic relief before our mail? I forget. Yes. We do mail after. Yes. Okay. Before the mail well, cool. section. Nice. Where we answer questions from males and females. No, just guys. Oh, okay. We're very sexist. That's so. That's not comic true. relief. That's not. That wasn't <laughs> true. <laughs> so, what did you? You didn't read anything. No, nope. you don't read. Um, I read. I read the Green Lantern number three. By Grant Morrison. Is that the newest Hal Jordan E stories? It's the newest Hal Jordan E story. And it had a really Green Lantern. Had really interesting. You know, I'm gonna bring it up in the context of Justice League number fifteen as well. And here's why. I um I had to open <laughs> I, I had to open both books at the same time and put them next to each other and look at two pages because I was like, so there in Green Lantern number three, there's a, a scene where all of these alien species have come together to basically bid on who gets to buy earth. Um, Everyone's it's like the dominators are there. Um, Steppenwolf is there representing apocalypse. There's um, evil star. um, Some other Steppenwolf a very large gray CGI indistinguishable from any other villain man, or is he like a green new gods STAS style? He's got a bit of like a more of like a um, Viking looking aesthetic going on. Yeah, his reddish spiky head. Yeah, okay. No, actually, he's more of like he is kind of just gray and tan, but he is um, he's like definitely wearing like a pelt on his back or something. I don't know. (laughs) They didn't make a a joke about him being not memorable. Anyway. Well, I had, I had to open the book side by side because there was that scene where they're all bidding on Earth. And then in Justice League number 15, uh, Martian Manhunter, Hawkgirl, and Green Lantern have gone to Thanagar Prime to go to their vaults because they're looking for something locked deep in they're the like vaults They're like Gringotts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, essentially, yeah. Um, and so there's other aliens who've come to the vault, one of them being the Dominators, who are there with a giant shard of kryptonite that they want to store. Hmm. Um 
But so it's like there's a scene where the Dominators are coming in. It looks like Steppenwolf is there too. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I'm just like, is this the same group who was just in the Green Lantern yeah. book? Like, are they now all, all of a sudden this like this little alien tour of like, okay, well, let's be on Earth. Then yeah. we're all going to stop at Thanagar. We're going to drop off our valuables. We got like a couple errands to run <laughs> if you guys want to tag along. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it seemed like. So I had to open them side by side and kind of compare the groups of aliens. Were you correct? It was, it was they... close. There's okay. definitely a, there's overlap, but. You know, it's not the exact same group, um, even though there are a few similarities. The Dominators being the main ones. But anyway, so Green Lights are number three. They're bidding on Earth. Um, Steppenwolf almost gets it. He's mm. almost the winner because he's basically like, Mother. if I don't get Earth, Darkseid's going to have my head. Like, I have yeah. to I have to get Earth. Darkseid's going to be so unhappy. And so the Dominators are like, well, in that case, the, the Dominators hear that. And they're like, well, fuck you, Steppenwolf. We're going to... We're gonna like outbid you times ten, yeah. And they do that, and Steppenwolf's like, "Oh man, okay, I'm pissed off now." <laughs> I don't have that then, much um, money. But then the Dominators, it's like going once, going twice, and then this guy called the Shepherd appears out of nowhere, and he looks like God of the Old Testament. He's like this big, like, <laughs> oh, white okay, beard. no, I saw panels of this because he gets punched in the face by a boxing glove, right? Yes, it does happen. <laughs> <laughs> but it's basically the new, the Old Testament God who has gotten to Earth, and he's like, and he tells Green Lantern, like, I'm gonna take good care of it. Like, I want to, you know, rule the planet in peace and whatnot. Yeah. And it's basically gonna be business as normal. <laughs> but then uh, Green Lantern, like, reveals that the shepherd is actually this like giant like demonic looking like balrog type (laughs) and so he he reveals it to earth he's like look earth look at your shepherd this is what he really looks like and the president of america um of the united states contacts green lantern he's like uh you know what green lantern we like to think that we've moved beyond judging people by their appearances (laughs) and green lantern's like you're he's like you gotta be fucking kidding me (laughs) you know is it it an analog for the actual president or is it just a made-up white dude uh no this is just like a random dude yeah he wasn't he wasn't trump or anything but it was kind of funny it was just funny they're like all all of a sudden you know, just like, oh, we have a benevolent God controlling <laughs> yeah. us now. We're uh, <laughs> we're cool. So who so is, it's, who um, is the like auctioneer at this thing? Uh, I, I anyone in particular? Oh, it was um, it looked like Kanjar Ro, okay. but it wasn't Kanjar Ro, but it was one of his species. Species, really? yeah, yeah, like the big bug eyes and like yeah. little blue hat sort of okay. thing. <laughs> Yeah, the same Kandar same type of dough. He, it, it was the same type of name. It was like Lantar Toe or something yeah. like that. I don't know. Yeah, but but Pee some sort of rhyme toe. of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that was Green Lantern three. It was really funny. Um, I loved it. So yeah. it was it was a great book. Um, the other book I'll talk about was Young Justice number one by Brian Michael Bendis. He, Starring not Superboy, Superboy, like a different. It's Superboy. Connor. This is Connor Kent's Superboy. Is that confirmed for sure? Yes. Okay. Because oh, Matty sure. was in just the book on the well, on the, the Discord, uh, the group Patreon hangout yeah. that we just had a couple hours ago. Did Maddie was just talking about uh, Jonathan? I, I know. Turned into I a seventeen-year-old or something. Yeah, I didn't get to chime in about this. Yeah. On the Discord, I wanted. To, I was like trying to be like, but Young Justice number one. <laughs> yeah. But well, in my like head, I'm just like, I could, I could talk about this here. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's uh, Tim Drake, Bart Allen, Connor Kent, Cassie Sandsmark. Those are the four core members of Young Justice who mm-hmm. are back for this book. Um, not the TV show, but the original book from the '90s right. that's basically been rebooted now. So it's the four of them, and it seems like it's in like a weird. Like they're talking about um, how DC's had in the book. They say how the universe has had seven crises 
and how each crisis rewrites the history of the universe. <laughs> so they're already planting the seeds that this is some offshoot continuity oh, okay. of, or something. Something happens somewhere along the line to create this the world that we're reading about. thing, right? Yeah, yeah, it is a Bendis thing. So, <laughs> one of the um, Bendis things. One of them Bendis things. But yeah, it was really cool. Like they all obviously are old friends in this reboot. Okay. Like Tim, Connor, Cassie, they all know each other. Bart. Um, yeah, I was trying to figure all... out how Tim Drake fit into this because he's been a big player in yeah. the recent stuff. And he's not Red Robin in this. He's okay. yeah. regular old Robin. Um, so it, it is weird. Um, they're definitely, it seems like he's definitely going to explain how this book exists within current continuity. Mm-hmm. Um that just hasn't happened yet, but it seems they'll definitely well, aren't go there. Aren't there like a handful of multiverse Earths that haven't been labeled yet, or something mm-hmm. like they? So maybe this is one. I don't know. It could be one of those. Yeah, but I, we'll see. We'll yeah. see for sure. Um, what's cool is there are a few new characters. Um, well, one of them's not new. Amethyst of Gem World. Right. She is well, like one of the more swords and sorcery type characters for DC. Is she um, in Rock of Ages in the future? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. Are okay. you thinking of Argent? You might be thinking of Argent. Uh, maybe she shoots like rainbows and stuff. <laughs> All right, you're thinking of Argent, yeah. <laughs> okay. But um, but Amethyst has been in like DC Superhero Girls. She's in. Um, I mean, she's been around since the 1980s, but she's yeah. had her own, like, show on DC Nation. She's a lot like uh, Steven Universe, like the gems. Okay. You know the yeah. the crystal gems. If you're Gem familiar world. with that, yeah. yeah, it's a lot like that. So. Young Justice, um, well, people from the gym world, which is what yeah. it's called. <laughs> my... People from the gym world. I, oh, don't say gym world. Yep, just going to drop my recorder there a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but we're good. We're still recording. Um, they come to invade Earth, and Young Justice is like the first line of defense against them. So um, by the end of the issue, they go to gym world and run into Amethyst. But before that, it's like the four of them, Bart, Connor, Tim, Cassie, getting together. Mm-hmm. And then they meet two other who are new characters, the Teen Lantern, who is oh. this little black girl with like big bushy hair. She's a really cool character. I like <laughs> her so far. Said hair. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know. She's just like got a cool hair. look. Like, yeah, but she disguises herself and like like a giant mecha robot for most of the issue. But then okay. you, by the end of it, you see like, oh, it's just a little girl. Just a little girl who's somehow a Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. She calls herself Teen Lantern. So well, hey, Cairo's eight years old. He anyone can yeah, be a green baby lantern. lantern. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the other new character is Ginny Ginny Hex, who is Jonah Hex's great 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 granddaughter. <laughs> this is or a Randall like Savage kind of thing. <laughs> I know, but her name is Ginny Hex. Okay. Does she, <laughs> she also from... have a scarred half mouth face? She's killing people. Um, okay. With real guns and real pistols. And Tim Drake the whole time is like, is that a real gun? And then she <laughs> kills a couple people. And then and she like, kills Tim Drake. <laughs> it, it seems it seems obvious that he is uncomfortable with her methods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Ginny Hex will have to, uh, you know, learn some new skills. She'll, she'll get us golden. <laughs> yep. That's so about you haven't all seen I have to any, say about like, that. Any older Justice League members in this comic? They're all no. just the teenagers. Okay. Just the teenagers so far. Mm-hmm. I wonder if so, they've done this on. They must have done this on purpose, releasing a new Young Justice comic at the same time that Young Justice the show. Oh, got I'm sure, renewed. but it's also yeah. they're just letting Bendis do what he wants, yeah. which is fine. That's actually a great thing. So yeah. he's gonna. Um, I think over the next couple of years, we'll see some really interesting 
um, original works. Maybe he him. like came into the company and was like, "All right, I have to do these five things." And one of well, them he's is doing a, an original character called Naomi. Naomi's book just premiered, and I haven't read Naomi, but he's branding it as this is the book that changes the DC universe forever. Mm. Don't know what he means by that, but I know that she gets her powers um, from the ashes of a fight between Superman and Mongol. So I know the like regular DCU Superman is in the in yeah. her book, but hmm. we'll see. These okay. are all part of the wonder comics line of books that uh, Bendis is spearheading for DC. I wonder, wonder what's in a wonder comic. It's the Wonder Twins, <laughs> yeah. Wonder Woman, and Wonder Girl, Naomi, yeah, and Wonder, <laughs> not Wonder Woman, Dog. surprisingly. <laughs> well, Wonder Man cool. from Marvel comic. Well, that's all I read. Yeah. I was going to talk about the Punisher season two. No, but... we can't talk about that yet. And I actually haven't finished watching it yet. So. <laughs> well, you also didn't but watch I... Punisher season one. No, so. I didn't. <laughs> but I, but I like season two. So yeah. it's kind of standalone like i think there's a villain who gets introduced mid-season who is probably from season one just based off what everyone's saying about him yeah so yeah. hospitalized yeah, man with scarred all face. i'll say yeah. yes actually yes yeah i like i like the show season okay. two is great cool. <laughs> maddie, was comic re- maddie recently guest starred on the comic drake webs or uh youtube channel to talk about yeah punisher stuff uh, sort of guest start anyway uh okay well we can move on to the untitled male segment uh this cool. one is from trent uh one of our patrons uh, i missed it hey, last trent. time because it showed up like right after we finished talking um so it's a couple weeks old <laughs> but uh, in any case okay. uh he says hey guys so are my- we. yeah my question is this time is whether there was an episode of the dcau that impacted you or your life in some major way i know that for a friend of mine the jlu episode this little piggy is what pushed him to become a vegetarian something that he has <laughs> stuck to this day, to this day love the nice. show and thanks for taking the time to look at these questions um yeah i have not been driven to vegetarianism nope. by, by any episode um i don't know if it's like if I can't think of something that's changed my life because of like the subject matter in the episode. I do think mm-hmm. that uh, Robin's reckoning from Batman, which won an Emmy, is uh, is probably like the reason why I like these shows so much. Like it's a very mature episode, especially that it includes Robin. Most of the Robin episodes were usually a lot sillier or whatever, um, and yeah, I I had a. <clears throat> they used they released at the time like a bun- bunch of VHS tapes of like here's two or three episodes that focus on this character and that character was on like the front cover and Batman swinging toward him or whatever and that mm-hmm. one was just Robin and it just had Robin's reckoning on it and I watched it like ten thousand times I watched that and Mask of the Phantasm all all the time so that's probably yeah. that I guess that impacted me enough that I'm doing this with you here right now <laughs> uh, I don't know. I can't think of any episode of anything that's like, oh, I don't, I no longer uh, use anything robotic because maybe it's sentient like the Zeta Project and it will be or mad Hardak at Hardak or Brainiac. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, um, obviously, I I like to date redheads because of Cher a whole <laughs> and oh, Andrea yeah? Beaumont okay. and Barbara Gordon. <laughs> and um, I could keep going. Yeah. Veronica Vreeland, Bunny Vreeland. <laughs> yeah, specifically Bruce Tim draws Vreeland, a really, the most really sexy redhead character. Yeah. <laughs> um, but for real though, uh, 
the episode uh, Tiger Tiger of Batman the Animated yeah. Series has a special place in my heart. That introduced me to the poem by William Blake, mm-hmm. um, Tiger Tiger, that's named after. And I ended up naming my cat after yeah. that episode. <laughs> his, he uh, is a gray Russian blue who looks a lot like Tigress. Blake. Actually, yeah. yeah. His name is Blake because of the, the poet who wrote Tiger Tiger. Would you say so perhaps I, the poetry also helped you want to be a writer or is it just the cat? thing <laughs> maybe i i had to take a class in college where it was a um a poetry um yeah. dissecting sort of class poetry theory and we had to memorize and recite a poem and this was the poem that i chose to do okay so yeah, uh, yeah tiger tiger burning bright in the forest of the night it also what has hand or eye dare frame fearful thy symmetry. Fearful symmetry yeah justice league unlimited episode. yeah <laughs> it's all connected <laughs> Yeah. That's part of the Cadmus arc, is that the episode it names is. or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, Ember Moto. This was a comment on the last episode on YouTube. Uh, based on what you guys have seen so far, where would you like the rest of the Young Justice season to go, and what characters would you like them to include? I think I we know enough today. Yeah, we haven't talked a lot about <laughs> Young Justice, but I, I, I know we, we've, we've seen most of like the characters that are going to be in it, even if we haven't really seen them do much yet, like Metamorpho mm-hmm. and Katana and stuff, like we know they're going to happen. There was a screenshot actually that the court of owls uh, is going to be part of the next few episodes. Oh, yeah. um, so that's kind of cool. cool. Um, I but... have, um, I have one wish, especially okay. after episode nine. So there's a character in the original young justice comic book called Slobo, who Slobo <laughs> was a clone of Lobo. Yeah, he's a smaller Basically, one little lobo but yeah. then there was like like kind of a smaller not not stupider he was like cool and chill oh. he was just like a just, just a young like emo looking dude <laughs> um so in episode nine when they fight lobo when yeah. he's going after um forager there's a scene where lobo's finger gets shot yeah. off and so i wonder if his They'll finger clone him. <laughs> is gonna well if it'll grow into oh Slobo yeah separately so his finger could lead into that would be kind of fun yeah clone i would love I did to like see that, that was the credits background for that episode it's <laughs> all like calm Ju- young justice theme song and just his finger on the ground yeah wait that was after credits yeah well no it's oh, just you know I'm... they do the credits where there's just a mm-hmm. backdrop of something yeah. calming and so yeah, it was just his dude finger i, I didn't realize that yeah. actually so that that leads more to my theory his yeah. finger's gonna grow into slow bow yeah i'm calling it right now <laughs> okay yeah um this one is from justin from michigan that's his full name uh hey guys thanks for taking the time to read my message oh this is the last one by the way um i love the channel and the site and sincerely appreciate the work you put into it i don't know if you've ever answered this so i apologize if it's come up before we know that at one point during the cadmus arc there was uh the idea was for batman to split off from the league and form the dcau version of the outsiders uh, with Young Justice back and the Outsiders taking center stage, I was wondering about your thoughts regarding the DCAU version of the team. Do you mm. think Batman would have taken other members of the league with him, like in Young Justice, or would he have pulled from characters on the outside? Personally, I think Huntress would have been the likely candidate. Uh, Creeper, possibly too, as he uh, Jack Ryder, by the way, uh, as he was <laughs> in multiple versions of the team in the comics. Uh, but I wonder if they would have gone way back to BTAS for other members, like say Kirk Langstrom, or even a left field choice like Tigress from Tiger Tiger. Just something nice. I was curious about. Thanks again for your time, taking the time and all your hard work. Uh, say Man Bat has been a member of the Outsiders he, before. Okay. Man so Bat. Man Bat. <laughs> That's a great choice. <laughs> That's a um, I think Metamorpho. I think Metamorpho would go with him. Yeah, from he the JLU. Could have done it. 
he was he was like weird like tortured enough of a character that he probably would be like yeah i don't Mm want to do this anymore or whatever now i don't think black lightning would have been in the dcau even though he was in the jlu tie in comic books but he was in crisis um, on two earths also Black Lightning is one of those few characters whose creator, Tony Isabella, still owns much of the, the character's yeah. rights. Yeah. So he gets a really large royalty check whenever they decide to use him, which is great. <laughs> um, that's how it should be. Yeah. So, but, but I'm just saying that is a reason why he wasn't in JLU. And, but it seems like now with like Young Justice, they're willing, they don't care about that so much. Well, but yeah, it would have been tough the to main do. Roadblock. And it would have been tough to do an Outsiders team with the bat embargo going on. This is like you have to draw from whatever characters are not Batman characters. They could pull in Nightwing, um, but Batman character. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But he would make sense, I think, in the DCU. <clears throat> um, who else? There'd be... I guess if there I wasn't have... a Bat embargo, like, yeah, doing Nightwing, maybe mm-hmm. Batgirl in sort of an Oracle position, but not literally Oracle. Because uh, they were right, also going right. to do that Birds of Prey episode that didn't happen. Um, I, um, I, I guess... Like I, I like how Young Justice is introducing Geoforce and Halo because I think those yeah. would be the two if they had to be introduced in the DCAU that would need an intro because we don't we don't know who Terra is and yeah. from the Teen Titans in the DCAU we don't have any of that. They could take story. a page out of Legacies of the DCAU and put Geoforce in it because we put Geoforce. <laughs> hey, we in have. There. I don't know. If our readers know this, yeah. but Geoforce is in issue number two. Yeah. Of Legacies, the he's he's the Markovian yeah. um, delegate there. Yeah. yeah. So go back and my grandma is also in that issue as a dog. Brian. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and so is Bernie Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's, uh, the, yeah, there's a lot of interesting delegates there. <laughs> <laughs> so all of these characters are now DCAU. I want to add Bernie Sanders as a pick for my DCAU outsiders. <laughs> outsiders. Muslims. And it, it sends fire out of his hands. Millions and millionaires and billionaires. <laughs> That's what he wants to take That's, down. The we live in a world where the top 1% yeah. earn more than the bottom 99%. See, he, has the pa- he has the power to speak to tiny birds, so maybe it'll work out in his favor. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. He's a people. He's a person of the, for the outsiders. Yep. <laughs> yeah, there's your, there's your team. Uh, no, that would have been kind of cool. All right, well, this is the end of the show, I think you're right about now. And uh, we've recorded for an, about an hour and a half, so it's a good, good time trying to keep it kind of kind of quicker paced, you know, than it's we 7, for an hour and a half hour thing. We're about there. Yeah, let me get to my uh, document here so I don't miss anything. Uh, we got uh, this. Okay. Well, we would like to thank Mr. Adam Mullen for writing the music at the start of this show, although now it's not technically the exact start. It's the part where you hear Metron speaking and then the little theme song. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, he's at musica-atomica.com if you want to like hire him to write music for you. Um, and uh, so the podcast is out every other Monday. Did you know that, Ted? Mm-hmm. I did now. Yeah, like today's Monday and then... It'll be Monday again in a couple of weeks when we do this again. Um, it's Monday every week. That's true. But not... We're, anyway. Uh, it's on iTunes. It's on YouTube. It's on WatchtowerDatabase.com. 
maybe you know we keep we've been talking since like episode 12 about putting it on spotify but that hasn't happened yet so just calm down just go to watchtardatabase.com hit play close your phone it'll work uh <laughs> share it with your friends also because this is the lowest performing thing on the channel and we would like to make that the opposite <laughs> i know it's really long but you know you can you can listen to us talk about things that are cool like we, I you mean, don't have young, to listen to this on YouTube. We're on other yeah. places. The Young Justice you uh, episode was has, was one of our best, so maybe this will follow suit. We'll see. Nice. Uh, this might be our second best. We're on social media at DCAU Watchtower, or you can email us at info at watchtowerdatabase.com. Uh, you can also, what was the third way that I for, keep forgetting to add to this? Um I can't remember. Anyway, there's a <laughs> those are ways to to contact us if you want to send us mails and such. Uh, the videos we got videos out on the channel every Sunday, Thursday, Monday, Tuesday. That's changing pretty soon, uh, not in a bad way, just kind of rearranging a little bit. And uh, so subscribe so you don't miss out on all of that good stuff. We just like we talked about, we did like 17 Fatal Five videos <laughs> recently, and mm -hmm. we're gonna keep doing stuff on that as it happens. Um, we're also like talking about doing a Titans season one timeline on a sort of obscure day that uh, the live action one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, we have our our like videos laid out of what we're doing every week all the way through like May now. So at least we're about like nearing halfway through the year of knowing exactly what we're going to do. That'll probably keep changing because the Fatal Five movie will come out and then it'll be like a mm -hmm. bunch of different stuff we have to do. But anyway uh we also have a discord server that we started up you heard us talk about it a couple times on this episode um there's i don't have a, a actual like link i can say on here because it's just a bunch of numbers and letters so far <laughs> for joining it uh once we get i think a certain amount of people in there we can make a custom link for it but uh that's on the community tab on the watchtower database channel you can go click on the thing and join it uh, we got we actually have a decent amount of people in there right now. It's like over a hundred something and uh, chatting it up, which is pretty fun uh, to mm -hmm. get to know people better. And you can talk. We jump to, in every now and then. Yeah, Ted's in there once a week. Maddie and I are in there every day, so <laughs> you, can, <laughs> you can talk to us at some point. Uh, we're on Patreon.com/slash/DCAU Watchtower. If you want to check in your coffee money for us, um, we just had the little hangout uh, sesh earlier where we got to talk to about six other people at, at different times um maybe it was actually like four i think <laughs> but uh they only they got mm -hmm. in because they're on the five dollar or higher uh, reward tier and we just We've got, got a higher tiers than that too. yeah we so sure want to give us your rent money yeah could, uh... <laughs> <laughs> i don't know there, what we'll do we should just yeah there's there's one three five fifteen thirty fifty and Five hundred, yeah. Okay, <laughs> full rent. Yeah. No, uh, no. With the top tier, you get your name shouted out in Sunday videos, which I have to. We'll build you a statue in the Legion of Superheroes yeah. um, Hall of Statues. <laughs> we will commission a statue in your honor. Doesn't um, look a thing like me. Yeah, right. <laughs> Nothing like me. Uh, and also, last but not least, we have merch at teespring.com slash stores slash DCAU Watchtower. You can buy some t-shirts. There's one with the Watchtower database logo. There's a Maddie face. There's an egg baby. There's a yellow bat suit. There's a, all sorts of stuff. Um, so go check that out. We also I just sent a um, Watchtower database hoodie to one of our patrons because they picked that reward tier. 
And I said, nice. like, oh, I hope you enjoy it. Let me know if it doesn't suck because we have not ordered any of this for ourselves yet. <laughs> we have no idea <laughs> the quality of We don't wear our products. merch. <laughs> Although te- no, Teespring is, like, integrated with YouTube, so I, I would assume it doesn't suck. So we'll find out. Did mm. go, go, have I sold it to you well? <laughs> we assume it doesn't suck. No. Buy, please buy our merch. <laughs> you can wear it on your body. At least three people, or there were at least three T-shirts bought last month, so somebody's doing it. Um, nice. But that was Thank for you. Christmas. It's not Christmas anymore. Anyway, that's but, that show is over. Someone's so, birthday though. Happy it birthday! It was yeah. It was it's someone's Jay, birthday every day. It was Jay's reviews birthday in November. Happy, Happy birthday, late birthday! Jay. He's been editing Vanishing Point this year, which is nice. It helps me. Thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Well. well. Is that it? <laughs> it sure got? is. Uh, oh. What's the funny pun that you say at the end of the show? Um, this is another episode from your two two guys, one intellect. There you go. No offense, but I really don't think you could follow the reasoning of a 12th level intellect such as my own. Guess not. The 12th Level Intellects podcast is hosted by the Watchtower Database. Visit WatchtowerDatabase.com for more podcast episodes, videos, comics, artwork, and pretty much anything DC Animated Universe you can think of.